You're listening to the Sci Fidelity Podcast, Episode 105, Dark TV. Be careful, we talk about some dirty stuff. So USA Networks has Mr. Robot, and um, they they put the first episode out online for everyone mm-hmm. to see, and uh, it did so well that they signed it up for two seasons just off of that, and uh, that's a hell of an endorsement. But you know, I think it qualifies as science fiction because they aren't actually going for science fact in the literal sense, because the facts of those stories are boring mm-hmm. and it is it is got a lot of drama I'll give you that but uh, I've really been enjoying it because they're showing hackers um, they're flawed my god are they flawed our main character <laughs> is so just what, what? a wreck I, I I couldn't what is mr. robot mr. robot is the story of someone that's on the spectrum of of uh, autism somewhere in there. I don't know what we're officially calling that, so forgive me. But he's got he's got some disability, and he's got a drug problem. And what is reality and what isn't is questionable in the storytelling. And he's a hacker. And he has a hate for E-Corporation, which... He changes to be evil corporation, and it's a lot of his uh, narrative storytelling. And uh, I don't know, man. They they did. It. They're doing a good job of telling the story of his exploits and all of his personal problems, um, in, in relating with other people. He has a lot mm-hmm. of social dysfunction. It's really, it's really quite interesting. Uh, I think you should check it out. USA Network, well, by the way. Who saw that I will, coming? Absolutely. I, I know. <laughs> Actually, that was the reason I checked out the pilot. I've only seen the first episode, the pilot episode. But that was actually the main reason right there that I checked it out, which was who the fuck would have thought USA would have put this out? And what? I was wildly curious. And then when I watched it, I was like, this is the polar opposite of what a USA show is. And exactly. kudos to them. I mean, I, I applaud that. And I'm not saying I hate USA shows. There are USA shows that I watch, but USA kind of has a bit of a formula and it's done well for them. And Mr. Robot does not fit that formula at all. And I was like, wow, kudos to you for putting this out. Very now, unexpected. Yeah, very unexpected, extremely unexpected. Now, for me, the only reason I wouldn't call it science fiction is just because, I don't know, I feel like everything in that story could actually be happening. It's a very interesting story, but I would probably just call it a thriller or a drama just because I don't feel like there's anything 
science fiction-y about the story, but it's definitely a story I'm planning to watch. It seems like a very interesting story about hackers, and that's an intriguing concept for me. So well, you, you might call techno it thriller? science fiction. Could be a techno thriller, although there isn't there isn't a whole lot of action suspense kind of thing. I don't know. True. I, I you know putting these labels on it doesn't do it any good. It's not going to help right. you enjoy the show any. Um, but I would say get past episode two, which is a little little dip in the quality of the mm-hmm. storytelling, because they have a lot of exposition to establish the world and and uh, to go forward. They need to get some of this, you know, established, and they do that largely in episode two. Um, and also, you know what? If you're not into the drug abuse thing, because he is abusing drugs. In, in the show quite a bit, then you might you might not be able to look past that. I know that for some people that's a thing. I don't give a fuck. I, Shoot I whatever you need Bre- to into you. Do your I, thing. I, I used to watch Breaking Bad, so I don't have a problem with that. Um, <laughs> right. What? Right. And just just to throw this out there. Welcome to the Sci Fidelity Podcast. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Steve. This is Brian. Um. On a side note, when you mentioned that they do in the second episode, they do all the uh, exposition, exposition to explain everything. Just, I find it interesting. And this is just me being too much of a person that looks at the way films and TV shows are made. I'm noticing that the pilot episode, which is usually the episode, the first episode that has all of that stuff, usually they're now moving that stuff to the second episode so they can use the whole first episode to sell the show. And we'll, we'll, we'll explain it to you later after you've bought it, <laughs> which I kind which of feel highlights like the fact that you probably don't need all that shit. To begin with, they just they just feel like they gotta you know to improve your understanding of what's going on. They feel like it's necessary. Oh well, we still, still got to introduce character Jim, so we'll have Jim come in. Oh hi, Jim! Nice to see you, Jim. Have a coke, Jim, and a I, smile, I, Jim. I, I still say, I still say he. You got to introduce a character. I mean, yeah, I get it. I get it with Batman, Superman, and and, and Spider Man. I. I I know that shit. I don't need to be told again. But if, if we're watching Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, you kind of have to let me know why there's a talking raccoon. Yes. I, uh, well, I, I also kind of need to know yeah, that. I would <laughs> when you introduce the characters, <laughs> when you introduce the characters and the setting, you provide a context to it. That's a very valuable tool for mm-hmm. you to uh, set things up. I, I, I would I'm, think I'm, there'd be very few writers who would want to throw away the, the, the context tool and leave their stories without context. I don't so. disagree with the necessity for context. All I'm saying is it doesn't have to be exposition front-loaded. That's all I'm saying. Well, there are certainly good ways and bad ways to do it. <laughs> I'll agree with you there. As someone that's come into a show like in the middle of the first season after when all the exposition happens and being able to figure out what the hell's going on, I'm not so on board with, oh, you have to sit here and say, this is who this person is, or this is who this person is. You can just have them do whatever it is they're going to do, and Mm. you can just build up that backstory in your head from the pieces they give you. Now, granted, 
the networks don't seem to think that because in the network, they'll show you like a knife on a table. And then two minutes later, they'll say, Oh, there was evidence that you murdered that person. And then they'll, they'll cut back to the scene that they showed you two minutes ago showing the knife for you to go. Oh yeah, that was the knife on the table because obviously we are all morons. But well, I, I, I think a lot of TV these days is being made for people who are playing with their phones. <laughs> I, I was, no, seriously. I was gonna, no, no, no. I was just going to say, dude, the second screen experience. I, yes. I, I will tell you, Patrick, I understand where you're coming from. And most of the films and TV that I love are the ones that don't placate to the audience or dumb down the stuff to the audience. But the fact of the matter is, is 90 percent of film and television has to be made to the moron because they got to make money. And most of that's, you got to placate to the, you do have to placate to the stupidest person in the room. It's unfortunate. And the movies that I love are the ones that don't do that. But if Hollywood is going to make money, most of the time they have to do that. I get why it would be frustrating to someone who's paying attention. I say we demand more from the audience. Let's just raise the bar. Some yeah. are gonna sink. Yeah, but they don't make as much money. <laughs> I was gonna say that's how people make money in America: demanding a better client, a better, <laughs> a demanding a better customer. You know what? That's you can make you the make Walmart money. argument all you want. I still don't like going there. Hey, there's no, a no. there's I ways agree. you can get my money by doing a better job than what Walmart hey. does. Hey, I agree with you. I prefer. Better quality, but unfortunately, most of America doesn't agree with you. Yeah. So, no, I'm with Michael. That's what we have to deal with. <laughs> and you guys, I I prefer a show that assumes the audience is intelligent enough to figure it out mm-hmm. and pay attention. Well, okay, I I here here's a compromise. I see it. I see both sides. I what Michael's saying is they got to make money, and this is the easiest way for them to make money. Fine. What I'm saying from the other side is. It doesn't need to be done for someone to understand the show, but mm. it makes it easier for a stupid person to understand the show. And stupid people are the ones that uh, give money to the corporation. So, fine, this whatever. Day, Let's move on. To <laughs> this day, this this will be the last thing I say. But to this day, my favorite movies are movies like uh, Christopher Nolan movies like Memento and Inception, where it's not entirely just spelled out for you. You do have to put a little work in figuring out what the fuck is going on. I love those movies. (laughs) I don't know if I necessarily love them to be deliberately dense but i don't mind if they take make some assumptions that the uh, uh the watcher is going to pay attention and connect the dots a bit so i just well, i just go ahead oh, i was going to say that uh on mr robot that that exposition largely takes place in the second episode so you got to get past it because that one episode isn't as good as the rest of them Mm. And well, it, the okay. show lends itself to all sorts of little fan series or fan theories. I misspoke. Fan theories, which if you listen to episode 104, fan theories is a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had to go back on that one, didn't you? Well, Superstar. <laughs> you know, so one show that doesn't do that, um, which is from this new slate. Uh, is dark matter it, it came on uh 
sci-fi over the summer and uh and their whole their whole thing is six people wake up on a ship out of cryo sleep they have no memories and so guess what yeah. there's no exposition because they don't know shit and so they can't tell you shit and it's great <laughs> well, I mean, well so even that the, whole- the absence of context is a context if deliberately created i was gonna say yeah in that particular sense yeah, that's part of the, 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 the draw of the show, which is we can't give you any backstory because that's why we're all here. We're all intrigued to figure out what the fuck the backstory is. In that sense, the backstory is actually more important because you have an absence of it. <laughs> and, and the show kind of will rise or fall in people's memories depending on how good that eventually revealed backstory is. The people that, that kind of shit in the pool for me are the found footage movie people who don't Jump. have a choice. They just they just have to do that. And so mm. now I'm sort of done with it. I now notice it every time it happens. And, uh, you know, that's that's sort of where my disdain for it comes from. Yeah. I so, know. I, I, you could, it, it, it's all, if it's all about how well you do it. I found, I, I watched a, found footage movie uh afflicted uh and it's basically the story about a guy gets bitten by a vampire and and slowly starts turning while him and his buddy are on a you know they're going on a worldwide tour or whatever and it's just you know all of the one guy's just recording everything because they're wanting to make like a video blog and uh and it's actually done really well i actually did not expect it to be as good as it was um but you know you just have to you know the found footage thing kind of has to make sense. I so. can enjoy I can enjoy found footage, but I feel like I always need the implicit explanation of why during all of this crazy shit, of course, we're still deciding to continue to record. Of course, that is That's always and the I question. Feel like, yeah, and I'm like, I don't. No matter, and there are found footage movies that I love. I love the first paranormal activity i can't speak for any of the sequels because i've only seen one of them i've only seen the second one but uh for the first one i love that movie but i still didn't buy that they continued to record during all the crazy bullshit that was going on i was like i'm just gonna let it go i'm just gonna let it go and watch this movie because it doesn't make sense it just doesn't (laughs) wait for paranormal activity no, it doesn't make sense that they would continue to record while all of that crazy shit was going on. <laughs> well, they're wow. trying Why to chronicle, would you continue? They're trying to chronicle the fact. Look, I find it. I find it less reasonable that they stayed in that fucking house or that exactly. that one guy stayed with the woman that was yeah. being possessed than him recording it. At that point, I'm like, I, look, this this woman's crazy. The devil's coming for her. So when she shows up dead, I need to have it on videotape that I didn't murder her because <laughs> I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> I, I I completely agree with you on the I find it unreasonable that he stayed there and he basically sacrificed himself to die. But I'm like, I find it crazy that he would make that decision and go, and you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and set up that camera too. I just think it's crazy that he would have done both. Well, they, they already had him set up though. I mean, it would be different if all of a sudden chairs are flowing around. I was like, wait a second, let me get my camera. He's already He's got the cameras wired into the house. Selfie. Yeah, it's so, like, oh, hang on a second. 
Uh, yeah, like anybody could see me pantomiming a selfie. But hold on, uh, hold on. We need to stop talking about paranormal activity because I'm actually flashing back to that movie and I'm remembering how much that movie scared the shit out of me, and I don't want to think about that movie anymore. Well, I, as somebody, I, I'm not sure if I've ever seen a found footage movie that I've liked. I haven't seen many. If you were going to recommend that I check one out, paranormal activity. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not much for horror movies, so that tends oh, to be actually well, a bad most thing. of them are. That's oh, typically what well, they maybe, are. Maybe this is just not a genre for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could check out Chronicle. I mean, technically that's not a horror yes, movie. Yes, that's not a horror movie. Um But yeah, even then, like but, so so with Chronicle, uh kids find a meteor and they get superpowers, telekinetic powers. Um But yeah, I think there is one scene in that and I am not really uh susceptible to the whole oh why are they filming this like i just kind of buy that but there was one scene in chronicle where i was like seriously what what the fuck like this doesn't even make any sense whatsoever like i can't even buy into this so what well, i will say there are scenes in found footage where i totally understand why you would be recording that like when you're flying for the first time ah, i totally yeah. buy that you would bring a camcorder <laughs> for that i totally fucking buy that i do I don't know if I buy it during the Akira end scene. <laughs> well, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, or how about when he's at the he's at the party and the girl's like, "Hey, we should go up to my bedroom and fuck." He's like, "Um, so Billy, why are you still following me with that fucking camera? Why don't we just put that down so I can go get yeah. you some ass? How about that?" <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Or if your friend is getting the shit kicked out of him and you're standing there recording it. Yeah. What? I just, I don't yeah, need friends I, like that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I feel like we got sidetracked sidetrack down this found footage path. Oh yeah, no, we're it's too late now. About <laughs> this fucking episode's half over. Now we're just, you know, <laughs> shit has gone I, off right. the rails. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I didn't know if you wanted to get back to uh, what was it, dark matter? I didn't know if you wanted to get back to that. I mean, um, I, I'm sorry, I can if you guys are interested. I just, it's, it's a, uh, it's a show I'm very interested in. Okay. Uh, that and Killjoys. I'm very interested in both of them, but I haven't seen a single episode of either one of them yet. I'm especially interested in Dark Matter because it's actually based on a comic book. It's not a comic book I've read, but <laughs> I, I don't now, know. I heard that the Dark Matter co- uh, was actually developed for TV, but nobody wanted it. So then they made it into a comic book and then the TV network said, Hey, we'd like to make a TV show out of that. Well, yeah, I that heard is, that, that too. Is, I, yeah, I had, I did hear that that's how that happened. And what I find interesting about that is I don't, that's not the only time that I've heard that. And there's a particular publisher, uh, Boom Studios. They're the ones that put out, um, Dark Matter where a lot of their comic projects were uh, TV projects where they couldn't get the funding, and uh, this, uh, that comic book company was like, well, we'll fucking make it as a comic book if you're interested in. Uh, so yeah, they've got a couple the of comic out. book series that I understand have been that. that as, a, you know, as a creator, you just want to get you just want to get your shit out. Yeah. So, basically, what happened with Dark Matter was that's what happened. They started making it as a comic book, and then... Once someone saw it actually visualized, they were like, oh, this actually is pretty good. We should just go ahead and fucking make this. Uh, so yeah. I'm, so Patrick- I'm actually kind of surprised that Brian hasn't watched Dark Matter or Killjoy since they're both set in space. There's a lot of yeah. spaceships well, and flying. The cable and- companies want to charge me $80 a month to see them and I can go to the movie, a lot of movie theaters for that price. <laughs> that is fair. That <laughs> okay. is fair. That, that Honestly, 
I'm willing to spend half that a month on four different streaming services, which is why I don't have cable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you yeah, essentially have to cut the is cord. There a way I can, is there a way I can get Sci-Fi Channel without paying for 80 bucks a month? <laughs> I will tell you that my girlfriend and I are passionately waiting for cable to just suck it up and just start offering uh, streaming services for certain channels. I think she's specifically looking for USA and TNT. I would like Sci-Fi Channel and a couple of other channels. <laughs> hey, what about Sling TV? I got TV? fucking HBO and Showtime. <laughs> what was that, Steve? What about Sling TV? Which is not Slingbox. Mm. It's a, I don't it's know a that I know TV Sling service. TV. I may have to look and do that. I don't yeah, know that. Does Sling TV do Sci-Fi Channel? I'm looking right now. Okay, so we'll talk amongst ourselves. Um, okay, well, um, all right. Well, now that I know why Brian's not watching, like, because when I saw that, I'm like, oh, this is right up your alley. Um, oh no, I would have checked it out if it wasn't like problematical to get my hands on it. I have been watching Defiance by going over to a friend's house. I'm a little behind <laughs> on it, but I am keeping up, try, trying to keep up with Defiance, and I've been We're, enjoying it. I think I like season three a little more than season two. Yeah. That, well, here's the thing. I oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, so, like, Defiance, that that uh, rounded out sci-fi's, like, Sci-Fi Friday, like, the new Sci-Fi Friday, because it's Defiance, Dark Matter, and, uh, or Defiance, Killjoys, and, and Dark Matter, like, in a block. And, uh, and yeah, so, so did you notice, Brian, how in season three for Defiance, they decided, you know what, we don't like some of these story arcs, so fuck them, we're just going to end them. I did notice there was definitely some killing off of stuff. I also noticed the kind of R rating, uh, the, the heavy, the, the heavy R rating that we had in season two kind of seems to have been dialed back to a default of PG 13. Um, so I clearly some decisions are being made behind the scenes there on certain things. Um, but uh, I, I'm still enjoying it. I still think it's not my favorite show ever, but it's certainly enough to keep me tuning in every week. Um, I I still think Arissa and Nolan are my favorite parts of the show, uh, though the doc, doc is great, too. <laughs> doc Yule is great. So I see that's where we would differ because I uh, Arissa has been generally irritating for most of for most of the show's run like her her chosen one thing from season one. And then she got a little bit more interesting with, uh, you know, being linked to the computer in season two, but, uh, where are you in season three? So I don't spoil anything for you. Oh, let's see what just happened. Um, Oh, uh, uh, Nolan went crazy and shot some ambassador that, which was very stupid by the way, but, yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that either. I liked the rest of that episode, just that one aspect of it, which was still a pretty huge plot point. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I didn't like that either. Uh, so I've been griping about the fact I'm I'm getting sick of Defiance having people who are out of their minds for one reason or another. Whatever the reason is, can't these people are interesting and flawed? They there's plenty of stories you can tell without mind control or drugs making them act completely kooky. We don't need that to tell interesting stories with characters who are this flawed and this complex. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Steve, did you have a yeah your report so on I Sling TV? I found the list of the lineup for um, Sling TV, and mm -hmm. for twenty bucks, you get a pretty good selection of channels. And I don't want to just sit here and read them all off to you. 
But I will say A and E, AMC, TNT, TBS are in there, along with ESPN and ESPN two, if that matters to you. And then they have these extra bundles. If you want the sports thing, it's five bucks. If you want the kids thing, it's five bucks. And if you want world news, it's five bucks. And then they have like um, a movie and lifestyle package. And then if you want HBO, they have that also, but it's not part of any of those other packages. It's its own thing for $15 a month. Which one in HBO? HBO is its own thing. Like you right, can get I already have Epics. HBO. It was the other one that you said. You said something in HBO. I didn't hear that one. I got HBO now. Fuck that shit. I don't need that. Give me what? What else? You said you said something in HBO, and I just didn't catch what the other one was. I, I, I don't. I don't know. worry about it. This is a weird conversation in the middle of an episode. Yeah. Well, anyways, so they just were recording this, channel. and you could just go and listen to it again uh, after we're done. <laughs> Yes, once we published, you get to find out what that other thing was. So, yeah, yeah, like two well, months so you can no figure sci-fi out what it is. Sci-fi channel? Was that? That's all. No sci-fi, sci-fi channel. No sci-fi channel. I will fuck them. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because of who they're owned by. Right, right. That's going to be the reason why some channels are available. But Brian, what I was going to suggest, since we brought this all up, wasn't I thought there was a lot of sci-fi shows that were available on Hulu. I don't have Hulu, but uh, maybe if Sci-Fi Ch- if Hulu's got it, maybe I'll look into I, that. Well, I can't guarantee that every show was, but if I remember correctly, I think Helix was available on Hulu. Doesn't doesn't Sci-Fi do some of their own streaming? Uh, every time I go there, they want you to sign in with your cable provider password for every okay, show well, I've looked at. Yeah. All right. So what the hell? <laughs> well, fuck that then. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the thing. So you guys were saying about defiance <laughs> to get us back on track. <laughs> um, oh, oh, hey, Brian, uh, Dark Matter is on Hulu. Yeah, right. is the whole series on Hulu already? Uh, I mean, I know it's wow. I know the season is up, but the question is, can you get the earlier episodes? Uh, well, if you have Hulu Plus, or I guess they got rid of the Plus, so it's just Hulu now. But um. Uh, mm-hmm. for like the eight bucks a month, then, uh, I think it goes back. Yeah. It looks like, it looks like the sci-fi stuff is on Hulu. Yeah. That's what I thought. Cause I remember Helix was available on Hulu. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Brian, I would look up Hulu plus cause I All think right. most of that shit is actually available. On well, that does there. sound like it's 10 times cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cheaper than yeah. cable. <laughs> um, no, the thing for defiance I was going to say was, like at the beginning of season three, like you had, uh, you had these characters, uh, like one character and then his daughter married one of the aliens. And then that guy's estranged wife came back and kidnapped, uh, the daughter and her husband and her, you know, newly born half breed child or whatever. And that was like the big cliffhanger. And when we came back for season three, like in the first episode, they're like, yeah, we're just going to kill all those people. And uh, we're just going to reset that whole story. Like, you know what? Fuck that. This whole Rafe <laughs> McCauley thing and Christie thing. No, 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 no. They're going to get a vibro blade to the neck. And then we're just going to go back to defiance and everything's going to be great. <laughs> I, uh, I was very surprised by all of that. Uh, I don't necessarily, I wasn't necessarily upset, but I was surprised because some of those actors were, I thought what they could, I, I sort of considered those to be the dar- some of the darlings of the show. So. Yeah. 
And well, some of I them like, were the obnoxious ones that I expected to be killed off. But well, yeah. <laughs> like I like I liked, you know, Rafe McCauley. Like that guy is a you know, he's a good actor. He brought something good to the show. His crazy ex wife was Linda Hamilton. So I'm like, okay, there's a name, but they fucking killed her off and <laughs> they killed her off second episode. Like, you know what? We're sick of your crazy ass bitch. So they killed her and then they just sent everybody like back to defiance and, and Nolan and Arissa, like their big cliffhanger was they were in some giant, uh, architect ship, um, in, in a stasis pod, which, you know, fucked them up because Nolan being human is not supposed to be in a, uh, Votanus collective, uh, stasis pod. So that ends up leading to him being slightly crazy as brian was saying um acting under the influence of something which yeah i agree with you brian they do that way too fucking much on that show it just gets old after a while i gotta say hearing a lot of the nerd like discussion when you have no connection to what you guys are talking about i think i truly see what non-nerds feel like when they hear many of our discussions, that all sounded like a foreign language to me. I was like, I think I understood some of those words. Um, I will say that, like Farscape, uh, which I just finished season three. Um, yeah, like, right? Like, yeah, season yeah, no, three? I will say, second half of season three, fucking amazing. So, uh, okay. right? Yes, very right. good stuff. Well done, Brian. Yes. I'm yes. proud of you. Yeah, that. Uh, l- let me just say that that scene at the end with Talon and and Crace. I got oh, choked yeah. up, bro. Oh yeah, that was. Sad. I got choked up, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a man moment. Yeah, <laughs> right in the field. That's a moment. Yeah. <laughs> got you right. I in was the like, fields. you know, in Scorpius, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. We went on a field trip. <laughs> it's like you know what? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not right in the head. So, uh, let me just do this. This is what I'm going to do. Cause I can't, no, that's, that was, yeah. I, I'm yeah. with you, Michael. I still remember the first time I saw that episode and I was like, it's a fucking ship. I know it's an animal, but that's a fucking ship. And I feel like shit right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> no, they, they, they really. Yeah, I was. I have no complaints about that. That last third or that last half of that season. That was just some of the really good television there. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I will say about Farscape, since it's been brought up, um, <laughs> one of the things that I will say about Farscape is a season of Farscape to me plays out like a really well done novel. You always have like the first seven or eight episodes, which is just them building up to something. And then you have like the middle episodes, which is, okay, well, the plot, the whole season is clearly moving towards something. And then the last, I want to say like seven or eight episodes is just a goddamn roller coaster. Yes. Especially the last four episodes. It's always just a roller coaster. They're always amazing. I always love the last four episodes of every season of Farscape. They're fucking amazing. They definitely tend to be, yeah, my favorite episodes are all in the second half of any given season. Yeah. Um, the, my point I was going to make is that you can see the uh, influence here. The continuity for far, uh, for Defiance is just as convoluted as the continuity for Farscape, I think. Uh, if you join up in season two or three, you're kind of like, what the hell is going on here? Who are these people? What the heck? 
Yeah. <laughs> you kind of got to start from the beginning. So. Yeah. See? And, that's, and that's one of the things that, uh, well, no, I think in Farscape, but, well, in Farscape, well, for Farscape it's so, yes. Im- yeah, for Farscape, it's so important. Like it, you don't need that for something like, say, Star Trek, any oh, Star Trek not. series. You, you don't, watch- you can watch any fucking episode by itself and you're fine. You don't need to know anything. But for Farscape, no, no, no. If you don't know the story leading up to this point, you were fucking lost. Yes. Also lost. If you don't know the story <laughs> leading up to that point, you will not be able to enjoy that episode. Also, it's just if you don't have a matter. really good memory for Lost, <laughs> yeah. because they're going to make references back two seasons ago, and you have to yeah. know. You're going to have to know. I hope to God you watch that episode four times, because otherwise you're not going to know what's going on. <laughs> I, I will give credit to Defiance. While they do have lots of ongoing plot threads, they tend to wrap them up so that you don't have to remember more than about a, a, a one season worth of stuff at any mm. given time to know the context of this episode. But yeah, course, they didn't do that. Yeah. They no, don't. no. They tend not to drag stuff out. Or it's like, oh my. Well, which is one thing I like, because shows used to do that a lot, which is... You know, they would drag these fucking plot lines out for, you know, two seasons. And it's like, okay, she's been acting crazy and people have been turning up dead. Somebody needs to fucking quickly realize that she is kidnapping these people and killing them. So can we not can we not drag this out? And, I thought and- we said we were not going to talk about The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, you br- you're the one who brings it up every time. So, you know. Uh, were you not just talking about The Walking Dead? No, I was not. Like you were talking about The Walking I, Dead. I, initi- I specifically called out Defiance to make sure that I was not obscuring oh, okay. Brian from so being that, on the podcast. So that that description that you just gave was not about The Walking Look, Dead. It's not my fault that The Walking Dead steals plot lines from other shows. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, that description, that plot point that you just said absolutely happens in The Walking Dead. Like, almost exactly like that. I feel like you're overly attached to this notion. <laughs> I think... Uh, I, I'm just saying... Kidnapping, killing people, not telling anybody, bitch is crazy. That absolutely <laughs> happened in The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying you're Patrick. wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you, you know, maybe, maybe you're just trying to make this fit a little too hey, much. It's a fan theory. Um, Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, anyway. let me tell you my well, fan Some theory. of us like to intelligently engage with our TV show with theories and things and yeah, like noticing go. stuff. I, I know <laughs> it's not going to but I, I just let it go, I Brian. I completely agree Brian, with that. Doctor Who is not Jesus Christ. Well, only <laughs> when I was that one, is right. Not after that one episode. So, whatever. <laughs> and on that okay, note, there, I, I'm going to say. There was the season three finale, yes. which <laughs> where he was clearly Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's also the American 1996 TV movie. But otherwise, I agree with you, Doctor Who is not Jesus Christ. (laughs) Anyway, you were saying, Steve? Yeah, we have a website. You should check it out. It's scifishow.net. We would appreciate if you would share all of the goodness that you find there with people you care about or hate. You know, sick this show on them like a rabid dog. That'd be fun. Give us a like, a share, a plus one a retweet, you know, all the things. Sci-Fi Show.net is where you can download, listen to, and subscribe to 
the show in whatever which way you like to get it. I mean, you made it this far. You must have some way of getting this damn show in your ear holes. And we, you know, appreciate you listening to the show. We're glad to have you. So until next time, I'm Steve. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian. Look out, sci-fi. I'm going to do the hula. Hulu, damn it. Hulu, you Hulu, Hulu, damn it. It's Hulu. (laughs) Who knew Hulu? Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry.